You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. Hey, guys. We have a jam-packed week full of planetary transits. So we have three sign changes this week. We have Mercury going into Pisces, the Sun going into Aries, and Venus going into Aries. So we've got a lot of changeable energy going on, which means happy spring equinox and happy astrological new year because Aries season starts the astrological new year. So we've got a transformative week ahead of us. We've got a bunch of aspects going on, of course, as usual. And so it's definitely going to be a busy week and also a changeable one because we've got a bunch of planets in semi-square to Uranus. So Mercury and Venus and Mars are all interacting with Uranus. So this is going to definitely shake things up through this week. And just looking at some of these vibes on the graph, it is interesting how this week goes. And it's interesting more so just because we've got mixed baggy energy. We've got a lot of mixed baggy energy from the transits that are going on. We've got some romantic energy. We've got some mental energy. We've got some good luck energy, actually, and some drive and ambition. There's party energy, there's social energy, but there is some emotional sensitivity in the air. So towards the weekend, towards the end of the week, you may feel triggery. Around the 20th through 21st, you may feel extra triggery and there is a little bit of solitude energy. Other than that, this is mostly a fun week. This is mostly a week that has a lot of action and getting things done and feeling motivated and actually, you know, having some aspects that lend a helping hand in terms of bringing you some opportunities and luck and things like that. So it's good to see, even if we have a little bit of mixed baggy energy with some of the emotional sensitivity, especially during the weekend. And one that's happening on the 17th, it's a little small, but it's nothing really huge. But you could feel extra sensitive that day in particular, just because of what's going on transit-wise. So yeah, we've got quite an interesting week ahead of us. Let's look at these next bunch of days and see what we can expect. On the 15th, the sun is making a semi-square to Saturn. So this is an energy when it hits, it is hard hitting. It will have you in your head and it will have you in your head in the sense where you're focusing on the things that aren't moving for you. And by that, the things that you've been working on for quite some time, it could be anything to do with a project, a goal, a job, you know, body goals, personal goals, anything like that. And you feel like you're just stagnant. You feel like you're stuck and nothing is moving for you. And so it can cause feelings of just dejectedness. It's definitely a real blow to your confidence when something like this hits. So it is going to have you in your head. It is going to have you feeling as though other people are winning and you're not. Or how is it that you're the one who's always having to wait for things to happen for you and it never does, or it just seems like it never comes. And when it does come, it's either you don't care about it anymore. It's, it's, a, it's a really funky aspect in that sort of way. But I will tell you, if you are feeling like that, just know with Saturn aspects, they're hard hitting and they can be gloomy and they can make you feel again dejected. But at the same time with Saturn, it rewards hard work. So keep going with whatever you're trying to do. Even if you just need to take a day to take a break from it or two days or even a week, it's one of those things that just come back to it later because your hard work will pay off, whatever that may be for you. And maybe with this, there may be some small tweaks that need to be made to whatever it is that you're doing. But other than that, it's one of those things where it will pan out. It's just a hard hitting aspect that makes you really get in your head and think about the most gloomiest things possible. 
So do your best to boost your confidence when this energy hits. On the 15th, Mercury is entering Pisces. And Mercury entering Pisces at this point is so welcome compared to Mercury being in Aquarius for almost three months. Well, really two months and some change, but it was a while and now Mercury is in Pisces. And even though Mercury does not work the best in Pisces because Mercury rules Virgo, the opposite of Pisces, so it doesn't work as well as Mercury would like in Pisces because Mercury is all about logic and facts and data and analytical abilities and a lot of times practical everyday reality. And in Pisces, it doesn't do that. In Pisces, we get a more abstract version of Mercury. We get more of an intuitive version of Mercury, which Mercury would prefer to work on left brain stuff. Mercury would prefer to work through everyday reality. And in Pisces, we connect to our right brain side. We, we connect to our creativity. We connect to our dream world. And we get in touch with our psychic side. We get in touch with our intuition. And Mercury is not about that. So in Pisces, Mercury has a bit of a difficult time because there is a bit of a struggle when it comes down to those things. But that does not mean that this won't be a good transit. That does not mean that this won't be enjoyable. As a matter of fact, there's a lot of good things that come out of Mercury being in Pisces. And just because something is different, it doesn't mean that it's not the right way to go about things. When you have Mercury in Pisces, you find different ways to solve problems. You find abstract ways, colorful ab abstract ways to solve your problems that are going on in everyday life. Sometimes using the same method to solve your problems or you know improve your circumstances, they don't always work. And so it's always nice to find an alternative solution. And in Pisces, we find alternative of solutions to our issues, our problems, our circumstances. And we do it by using our gut instincts a lot of the time too. We do it by using our psychic intuition a lot of the time in Pisces energy. So this is great for that. So you may be more in touch with that side of you through this next bunch of weeks as Mercury is in Pisces in order to just deal with everyday life. Another thing with this is it's great for dealing with people who are more empathetic, dealing with people who have more compassion, learning how to show yourself some more compassion because we can all use a little bit of that. And this is one of those energies where you start working on those things. And with Mercury being in Pisces for these next few weeks, a lot to do with self-care will be coming up. And so this is gonna be a perfect time to start really taking care of yourself, baby yourself, show yourself compassion and to others as well and communicate in a way that's not nasty and is respectable and actually nice. Another good thing with this is if you've been looking to tap into your creative side, this is the perfect ingress for that. This is the perfect ingress for that because it helps us tap into those creative parts of our mind. Mercury in Pisces is amazing for getting connected with the side of you that is good at poetry, that's good at singing, music, artistry, things like that, um, anything to do with photography, sculpting classes even. This is just amazing energy for doing that and, you know, getting some writing done. If you've been wanting to start a blog or anything like that, this might be the perfect time for you to tap into your talents and your creativity so that way you can start writing. Or because Mercury is all about communication, you could hop on Zoom with a bunch of friends or FaceTime or whatever your platform you're using and 
organize some sort of paint and sip or some sort of crafting session. It doesn't always have to be painting. There are a lot in this, and this energy crafting is also another thing that's great. There are some people who are really into knitting and just making stuff, woodworking, things like that. And by woodworking, I mean small pieces. I've seen people work with small pieces and make beautiful art in them. So be doing stuff like that with this. It's just amazing energy for getting in touch with those sides of ourselves. And of course, on the lower vibration, because there always is some sort of lower vibration when these ingresses happen, when these signs go into new planets. But with Pisces and Mercury, with Mercury and Pisces, there is definitely some things that do go on that can be a bit stressful. And, you know, there's a bit of hypochondria that comes up with this one. There's a little bit of hypochondria that comes up sometimes within Neptune placements, Pisces placements things like that. So just be aware of how much you might be Googling symptoms and things like that because you could be going overboard and thinking you have something that you don't. Or even if you're going to school and you're reading about medical stuff, you may start thinking that you might have something that you don't. I know when I went to school for psychology, I started thinking I had stuff that I didn't. So it, it just, it's sometimes that happens when you're reading stuff and you just start thinking, oh my God, I might have something. So you just want to be careful with that with this because it does inflate that. And if you are one of those people that that's susceptible to hypochondria, just something that you really want to be aware of and just try to balance it out in the best way you can. Also with this, you do deal with situations where people aren't exactly honest. They stretch the truth a lot in this energy. So things might be over-exaggerated and sometimes in a non-harmful way. And then sometimes, yeah, I mean, it's deceitful. There's deceit that goes on in this energy. So it's something to be aware of with this. And the escapism part that goes hand in hand with this energy and you know we're dealing with the mind we're dealing with mercury and so there can be a tendency to want to escape your reality in this energy and healthy escape is fine you know and i talk about that all the time like i mean binge watch some of your favorite shows lose yourself in music and things like that but you just want to be careful when it comes down to stimulants when it comes down to this type of energy because it is always a slippery slope in pisces energy so just something to be aware of set some healthy boundaries with people too with this because people will try to overstep their boundaries and push limits and shit so it's <laughs> something that you really want to be aware of when it comes down to mercury and pisces but other than that this should be fun Let's soak this up for all its creativity and psychic intuition that we're going to gain from it. On the 16th, we've got an interesting day going on. We've got Venus making a semi-square with Uranus, and we also have the Sun making a sextile with Pluto, which is always nice. But with Venus making a semi-square with Uranus, this is one of those transits where you will be in the mood to shift things. In your personal life, you will be in the mood to shift things within, when it comes to relationships, when it comes to jobs, because this is the type of energy, if you've been feeling stagnant for a long time, if you've been feeling on hold for a long time, you're going to want to bust loose and break free and you know it's good to try to get yourself out of ruts but this isn't always the best way to do it because this comes off more abruptly this comes off more erratic and unreliable and unstable more so than anything else so it could come off wrong and it could get you in hot water in relationships it could get you in hot water at work if you're doing something you're not supposed to or you're deciding that fuck it I just don't care anymore and I don't want to do this job anymore or you decide to walk out so you really want to curb your impulsiveness with this energy because it does make you want to 
quickly cut situations off in a very erratic way. So it's just something to be aware of with this. I mean, it can be a fun energy for socializing and just, you know, being playful romantically and changing things up, doing something different. But the shadow side of this can definitely be a, a lot to handle and it can change things in the way that you were not counting on. So you really don't want to make any drastic changes to relationships, personal life, or anything to do with career when this energy hits. Luckily on that same day, the sun is making a sextile with Pluto. So this is a day where things are changeable. This is a changeable week. This is a transformative week. This is the type of aspect where if you're needing to make changes, you can make the changes because you've put the hard work and effort in to make those changes. And it's not erratic. It's very focused energy. It's responsible energy. It's mature energy. And you're ready to just transform your circumstances so things finally go in your favor but in a healthy way and in a way where you've had the groundwork to make this happen. You've got the foundation to make this happen rather than just abruptly just saying, okay, you know what? I feel like quitting my job. Okay. I feel like leaving this relationship or doing whatever. This is one of those aspects where if you've put the work in and you've got the solid ground, you can make this happen for yourself. It's a very constructive energy between the sun and Pluto. So this is where this is great. This gives you lots of concentration. This allows for you to take control of circumstances that have been crazy for you and really just put the work in to make everything better for yourself. And also too, this is one of those energies where people who happen to have higher positions or clout or authority on certain things and not authority in a Capricorn sort of way, although Pluto is in Capricorn. It's just more or less just people who really just have a higher standing than you and you get support from those types of people. And that could be anyone in your life, that could be someone you're related to, that could be a boss, things like that. So this is something that could be going on with this energy. So it's lovely. It is a huge helping hand energy if you've been putting in the work and again, you've got the stable foundation to make this major change and transformation for yourself, then this energy should go lovely for you. The next bunch of days are going to be mixed baggy for sure. On the 17th, we've got Venus making a semi-square with Saturn. And this is one of those types of energies where it can bring up situations where you're just not feeling it anymore in terms of a relationship, in terms of a partner. And with that Venus semi-square Uranus situation, it can definitely egg on situations where you're in relationships that you're just not happy with. You're in a rut. And with this, this is one of those things where you look at situations where either you're just not into that person anymore or things have been cold and you feel isolated in this relationship. You feel alone in this relationship. And it's time for you to lay the groundwork to start you know, moving forward from that relationship. This can also have a lot to do with your job. This can have a lot to do with your finances and things like that where you know you're ready to make changes because you're in a situation job-wise that may be unfulfilling. This also makes you look at where you might lack a lot of vulnerability in relationships as well or where you might be shut down in relationships or too detached or just kind of the type where you just feel like you don't need anyone. So these kinds of things come up in this. This is definitely an energy that can be a bit hardcore because of it and it can be a bit gloomy so do the best you can when this energy hits the next day on the 18th we've got a bunch of stuff going on it's mixed baggy but mostly cathartic energy mostly healing energy and mostly lovely romantic energy we've got mars making a sextile to chiron which is one of those aspects that's amazing and it's amazing because it forces you to take action on the things that need to be taken care of in your life it forces you to take action on the areas of your personal life that you need to heal 
It gives you the strength to turn hardcore circumstances in your favor. And it's not even in a pushy way. It's not even in a, an abrupt way or a crazy way. It gives you the strength you need to tackle challenges. And the things that you thought you could never handle, the things you didn't really want to face, it gives you that bravery you need to really make it happen for yourself and to heal those areas of your life that were hard to look at or hard to deal with and work on those things and take the action you need so that way you can have a better life. It is truly one of those turning lemons into hard lemonade aspects, so it's amazing for that. It's amazing for taking, you know, the crappy things and turning it into something good for ourselves. Then on that same day, Mars is making a semi-sextile to Uranus and Mars and Uranus, when they get together, it can be erratic. And again, this is a week where there's some minor aspects going on to Uranus that aren't so minor and it makes things changeable. It makes things a bit dicey. It does bring some edge to the air. And this, when Mars and Uranus come together in a hard aspect, it makes things edgy. And this is one of those transits where if you have a low tolerance for BS, it is not going to fly. And sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes that's an inappropriate thing. Sometimes it's the wrong timing to take someone down or assert yourself. So just something you wanna be aware of because the energy is impulsive. It also gives you a low tolerance for slow people or a low tolerance for restrictions or anything that holds you back. And with this, if something's holding you back, you are going to want to bust free. You are going to want to hear freedom back. So it can be something and, you know, do the best you can with this energy hits, channel it into something healthy, like working out, exercise. If you're feeling edgy, do something to balance out your temper in the best way you can, because this is one of those things where the temper, your temper can instantaneously flare up with this, or you could be dealing with people whose tempers are instantaneously flaring up. So just something you want to be aware of. Luckily that same day Venus is making a sextile with Pluto and this is one of those energies that's ultra romantic. And by ultra romantic it can be pretty intense and if you like intense relationships with tons of passion and plutonic themes in the sense where you know you guys kind of possess each other or there's a little obsession then this may be the transit for you. I mean this is one of those things where you know it's, it's okay to have a little bit of jealousy in relationships. It's okay to have a little bit of some of those things as long as they're in balance because every relationship does have those things. But this isn't one of those ones that does get out of hand. This is one that can be healthy in those terms. So that's good. If this was a harder transit with Venus and Pluto, it would definitely be some of the shadowy side stuff of Venus, Pluto aspects. So it does bring in some intensity in that way, but not to the level of it being so outrageous and uncomfortable or completely power struggling. So it does bring in the types that are dedicated. If you're looking for a relationship, it does cause you to reaffirm your commitment in your relationship if you're already coupled up. So it does bring that forth and it just is one of those things where it does make you look at your relationship in a way that you're really taking it seriously and more seriously than you normally do. And that could be a good thing. And as I said before, this is one of those things where if, you're, if you really like that type of stuff or if you're the type that needs an all or nothing relationship, then this is the perfect aspect for it. But again, there is some intensity to this. So it's just something to be aware of. And you know, you can see a little bit of the obsessive qualities. You can see a little bit of the jealousy and a little bit of the control, but again, not as heightened as it normally would be 
in Pluto Venus situations. You can see certain circumstances with money as well, where, you know, you may be trying to take control of your finances, which is, that's not a bad thing. Just make sure you're doing it in a healthy way. On the 20th, the sun is going into Aries. Happy astrological new year and happy birthday, Aries. It's Aries season. And hopefully this airy season, you will all get a chance to celebrate your birthdays the way you want and not the way it went down in 2020 for the Aries and Taurus season because we got cheated <laughs> during the pandemic. So hopefully you guys get to go out and enjoy yourselves the way you couldn't last year. And I say we because I'm also a fellow Aries. So I'm really hoping that this is going to be the case and we get to really enjoy our birthdays. So this is the equinox and this is the time of year the second time of year where we have equal day and equal night. We have that in the fall when we hit Libra season and we have that when we hit Aries season. We're hitting the cardinal points when we deal with the seasons. You have the springtime for Aries, summer for Cancer, fall for Libra, and winter for Capricorn. So right now we are at a point where the sun is at a happy medium in terms of how much light we're getting and it doesn't get as dark fast. But at the same time, we get an equal amount of darkness and nighttime. Also, the sun is exalted in Aries, and this is because the sun does well here. Leo is the natural ruler of the sun, and Leo is about self-expression and shining brightly as a unique individual. And with Aries energy, it is about selfhood. It is about doing things on your own terms. It is about your independence. It is about you stepping forward as an individual. So the sun does well here for these reasons. And at least we have some dignified energy considering Venus will be going into Aries the next day and we've got the Mercury and Pisces situation where both planets don't do well in either sign. Venus does not do well in Aries, but I'm getting ahead of myself. So I will get back to the sun in Aries. Having the sun in Aries is going to give us an opportunity to kickstart the things in our life that have been stagnant since the winter. This is where we kick off that cardinal fire energy and we bust free from what feels like hibernation. And we start a new journey. We start a new adventure. It's almost like the tarot card, The Fool, where you're embarking on a new quest. And you may not have all the answers yet. You may not have the foundation, but you're ready to get going regardless and learn as you go. So some of the other expressions that you're going to see, some of the themes that you'll see while we're in airy season is, it is going to be a time where you are standing up for yourself more and standing up for what you believe in, standing up for those who don't have a voice necessarily, or just those who just aren't able to assert themselves. And you know, you'll see a lot of that. And a lot of times that's misconstrued as a bad thing. That's actually not a bad thing. That's a good thing. There is a bad rap that Aries gets for itself for stepping in where it shouldn't step in sometimes and being direct, being assertive, being in some ways the hero. But sometimes that type of stuff makes you look like the shit starter. And sometimes that type of stuff makes you look like you're confrontational, which which is a little unfortunate because sometimes stepping in and doing the dirty work or doing the job that nobody else wants to do or standing up for someone else can make you look bad. It can it causes others to think that you're a troublemaker. So that's one of the things in this energy where it's not actually shadow side Aries. Shadow side Aries is aggressive and mean and you're dealing with tempers flaring up and things like that. This is where the bravery sets in. So during this airy season, you may have the courage to do something that's hardcore and it takes balls to do. And again, that could be standing up for other people. It could be standing up for yourself and it could be 
being honest and saying the thing that no one's willing to say. Another thing with this energy is it's going to give us the ability to focus on ourselves. In other words, Aries energy is about selfhood and this is going to give us the strength we need to actually start being true to ourselves and doing our own thing and embracing our freedom, embracing our alone time, embracing the time that we need to develop our own skills so we can be better. And also too, it doesn't even have to be anything goal oriented. It could be just, you just need some enjoyment on your own and need to just kind of step away from the crowd and just do what you want to do rather than allowing relationships to bog you down. And that could be a healthy thing. That could be a slippery slope. That could be a bad thing. So, but in, in a lot of ways, this is a balanced part of the energy is you start really doing things for yourself and you don't really care what others think and you step into your authenticity, which is gonna boost your confidence. And this is a confident energy. So this is a perfect time if you're wanting to work on any confidence issues to work through those issues and actually build some self-assurance in this energy. This is the perfect energy to start really working on that as well, which is always a good thing. And so I would just say, use this time to be more self-focused. And again, always in a balanced way, because it really is about doing your own thing and not waiting around for others to bring you enjoyment or fun or any other things, resources and things like that. Sometimes you have to go out and do it yourself. Sometimes you have to go out and get it. And in Aries energy, this is where we have the bravery to do so and the confidence to do it on our own. Another thing with this energy too, if you've been wanting to work on some of your fitness goals, this is perfect for that. Aries is the athlete, Mars is an athletic planet. And with this energy, this can give you the boost you need, the drive you need, the energy you need to really start a new program. It's good for kickstarting a new program. I don't know about finishing it because we are dealing with cardinal energy. We were dealing with cardinal fire. So it's good for kickstarting. But if you need to kickstart a fitness routine, then this is is going to be great and then find other ways to make sure you're sticking to this routine and of course you know with the shadow side stuff there is an ed there is a competitive edge in the air with this energy sometimes being competitive can be an okay thing but with this it can get overboard so make sure you're not overly competing with other people and watching what they're doing and feeling like you could do better or you can do more. And, you know, in, in some ways it's good to use that to motivate you, but not in a way that becomes toxic, which can be a result of this energy. And yes, we definitely have the temper situation. We definitely have the immaturity situation. We have impulsivity when it comes down to Aries energy, rushing in and doing things and not thinking about it. Being honest to a point where it's mean, being honest to a point where you're being an asshole, because there's a thin line between being honest and then just being a complete jerk. And that is something else that you definitely have to watch out for with this energy. And also your temper, your temper just flaring up for no reason. You can get really angry fast in this energy and before you know it you're in a dispute you're in an argument and things like that and that is very shadow side Aries and you know that's where I feel like people do kind of have the blurred line between an assertive Aries versus an angry Aries so they're very different but sometimes I can see where people get those things confused and why Aries can definitely get a bad rap but yeah it's not the best energy when it comes down to your temper um you know sometimes you do need to get mad but not to the level of the toxic side of this sign. So don't push your luck. Um, learn the art of patience during this time. Definitely make sure you're checking in with yourself and you're not being overly competitive or bossy and things like that, because that can happen in this energy. But use the rest of this Aries energy to get yourself motivated and moving and starting a new journey. 
And on the 21st, just when you thought you couldn't get enough Aries energy, we have Venus going into Aries, which Venus going into Aries is exciting. It's fun. It's a good time. It's a social time. But Venus and Aries, it's not the best expression of Venus. Venus doesn't shine very well in Aries because it is in detriment because Venus rules Libra and that is Libra's planet. And Libra is the opposite of Aries and it is the opposite expression when it comes down to what Venus is about. Venus is about love and relationships, one-on-one -on -one relationships, our romantic partners, um, partners of all kinds. And Aries is the energy of the self, like I was saying earlier. So when you put that into Venus, it kind of causes a bit of a internal conflict because yeah you like relationships but at the same time you want to do your own thing so when you put this together it brings out a side of us that would like to be partnered up but at the same time would like to do whatever you want and be single and mingle and things like that and i'm not saying people who have venus and aries do this this is more so on a transit level but relationship-wise, this is not the Venus that you want if you're looking to get into something serious and committed. This is the type of Venus where if you're looking for a good time, it can happen. If you're looking for a one-night stand, it can happen. If you're looking to just hang out with someone a few times and then disappear, this is the perfect energy for that. This is the kind of Venus that is all about the thrill of the chase and it is fun and exciting. But a lot of the times with this Venus, once you get the person that you want, you kind of just lose interest. It, it's, it's interesting like that because Aries energy burns off really fast. Aries energy is the type of energy where it could be focused on something for 15 minutes and then all of a sudden forget completely about it and be on to the next thing. And that could be with relationships, that could be with, you know, career, that could be with anything. So, you know, and we're dealing with Venus, so this does deal with our money and it does deal with career. So even with that, you'll see some quick situations come up when it comes down to finances or, or impulsively taking a job or quitting a job or impulsively spending your money. So it could be an interesting energy. I mean, again, if you want to have a good time, this is good time energy. I will say though, the good thing about this is at least you know what you want when it comes down to this energy, when it comes down to career, when it comes down to your love life, because this is the kind of energy that will give you the confidence to know exactly what you want to go after and what you don't want to go after. So if there is anything with jobs and you're dealing with the more healthier expression of this, you will know the jobs to go after. You will be super ambitious when it comes down to the partners that you're picking. I'm not saying that a relationship could not last in this energy. If you meet someone, it's not to say that it won't because, you know, there are other transits that are playing out in this and at some point this Venus is going to sextile Saturn which is amazing for commitment so there's that but yeah this is definitely one of those types of energies where I mean at least it does give you drive and ambition and passion when it comes down to relationships and money it's just more so the staying power that's in question a lot of the times when you have Venus and Aries so yeah have fun with this and enjoy yourself and try not to take things too seriously when it comes down to relationships for the moment or at least for the next three weeks. And on the 21st, we've got Mercury stuff. Mercury is making a semi-sextile with Chiron, and Mercury is making a sextile with Uranus. With the Chiron stuff, just be aware of your inner dialogue and that you're not going too hard on yourself. And because this is one of those energies where you your inner dialogue can be toxic. It can be a situation where you are beating yourself up. And it could be situations where you're dealing with people who don't take responsibility and there's blame shifting and projecting. So that could be going on that day. 
but at least with Mercury making the sextile to Uranus, it's going to provide us with some cool conversations for the next couple of days at least. And also to unexpected communication from people you actually want to hear from, people you actually don't dislike, people that you don't hate. So it's unexpected surprises in a good way when it comes down to communication, when it comes down to your thought processes. You may actually be able to shake certain things off if you are feeling some of that Chiron stuff from earlier in terms of your internal dialogue. As I said before, there's stuff with Uranus this week, so it's going to really be a shifting week. Things are going to be changing up suddenly just when you think that you've got everything kind of balanced, it shifts to another thing. But at least with this sextile, it's a good shift. So hopefully you guys are feeling more of that through the weekend and you guys are enjoying the springtime because now we're in spring. So anyway, I hope you all have the best week ever. Later, guys.